Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, things were a little bit different. Instead of a guest, we put the spotlight onto a recent episode of Thoughts and Coffee. Two of our amazing live show hosts, DC Shrigola and Hope Allen, teamed up to talk about two of the biggest trends in supply chain right now, sustainability and AI. They chatted about how companies are balancing their financial and sustainability goals, the challenge of using AI for supply chain sustainability, and how choosing the right technology will improve your supply chain. These are key conversations for 2024. So I hope you took a lot from the show. And remember that if you missed it, you can catch up over on letstalksupplychain.com on our YouTube channel or anywhere else that you subscribe to the show. It was episode 377. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations, and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. When you're looking for cutting-edge resources on innovation and trends across supply chain, where do you go? What about when you're on a mission to find like-minded professionals and cultivate relationships that go beyond an emoji reaction? And what about when you're trying to generate leads, build campaigns, and get ahead of the game in the unique world of supply chain marketing? Supply Chain has been missing a single collaborative hub that brings people and ideas together in an environment that is safe yet stimulating for everyone until now. Just one platform that's as dynamic and innovative as you are. Welcome to the Secret Society of Supply Chain, a private network for the supply chain community. An industry first brought to you by supply chain media entrepreneur, Sarah Barnes-Humphrey. The Secret Society of Supply Chain brings professionals of all backgrounds and experience levels together in the industry's largest dynamic network, focusing on industry learning and career development, as well as networking and community. The Secret Society of Supply Chain hosts all the content, connection, and creativity you need for supply chain success. But which group is for you? Well, head over to letstalksupplychain.com, find the Secret of Society banner, and take the quiz and join our waitlist. There are limited number of spots available, so make sure to get on that waitlist so that you are one of the first into the Secret Society of Supply Chain. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Before we begin, I have a question for you. In the complex landscape of procurement, tailspend is often overlooked. But what impact could paying greater attention to tailspend have on profits? Well, let me know your guesses over on social and keep listening because I'll let you know at the end of the show. So today I'm joined by an organization whose people, process, and technology have enabled the world's most efficient supply chains over for over 50 years. Any idea who it is? Well, I'll reveal it after the poll of the week. So the question we asked you, how frequently do you update your personal cybersecurity measures such as changing passwords and updating your software? 33% of you said regularly, 29% of you said rarely, and 31% of you said occasionally. Now I have a hot tip for everybody. If your password is 1234, or five, six, seven, eight, you might want to go and change that. I was recently at a cybersecurity conference in Houston with the National Motor Freight Association. 
And that was a hot topic, changing passwords, getting two-factor authentication. These things need to be happening regularly. I know it's hard to keep track of all your passwords. There are some technology out there to help you manage that, but make sure that we are doing it on a regular basis. The rarely and occasionally at 29% and 31% leaves you vulnerable. So make sure that you go and and, uh, update regularly. Now, we ask a question every single Wednesday morning. So thanks so much to everybody who participated in this poll of the week and come back to be part of the community conversations and uh, when we ask you another question on the next Wednesday morning. Now, back to today's episode and which digital supply chain brand is joining me today? Well, it's SDI. SDI is the supply chain solutions and services company that specializes in helping large multi-site facilities and plant maintenance leaders reduce costs and risks while driving overall performance results and outcomes. And it's Chris, Vice President of Business Development at SDI, that is joining me for the show. Chris has a wealth of knowledge and experience in diverse industrial markets, and his experiences working in multicultural business environments have given him a unique perspective on operational efficiency and strategic planning in international business settings. Today, Chris will be telling me all about SDI and what they do, predicting demand in an unpredictable world, harnessing the power of data to de-risk supply chains, and bridging gaps to find the balance between new technologies and legacy systems. So welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you. Great to be here. Yes. How you doing? I am super excited to have you on the show because I know that collaboration, you know, competitive advantage, thinking differently are all top of mind for you at SDI. So tell everybody who you are and what you do before we get started. Yeah, thanks, Sarah. Great to be here. Thanks for having me here. Uh, so my name is Chris Farragher. I lead the sales team over at SDI. I've been with the company for about 20 years. Awesome. Various roles. Yeah, at some point in my career with SDI, I was leading the uh, business in Mexico, so a lot of foreign experience as far as operations, and over the last two and a half years, uh, working with the business development team. Cool. I mean, sales is constantly keeping you on your toes, I would imagine. Absolutely. <laughs> Dynamic environment, everything that's happening in the world. You know, the challenges for businesses only continue to increase. So. Let's talk about that. Sure. So what is it, what's up with supply chain right now? What are some of the challenges that you're seeing, that you're hearing about from your customers? Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, what we're hearing is pretty typical across the board. Visibility to parts in mm-hmm. particular. Yeah, uh, you know, visibility real, is a key word right now. It's, cha- it's kind of buzzy. Huge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, 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 a real, it's a reality. Not having mm-hmm. that visibility is a real challenge for organizations. Yep. You know, also having the you know the parts that they need at the right time, yeah. a huge, huge issue. Mm-hmm. Um, impacts first call completion, facilities uh, maintenance, and the labor, the ever-challenging cha- labor issues, right? As yeah. we have this great uh, retirement of the baby boomers, they take with them a wealth of knowledge, yes. and that leaves behind this huge void. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just in the trades, it's also in the procurement organizations. It's, you know, they don't have enough folks yeah. to really tackle the problems that they're facing on the right. procurement side, supply chain side. Yeah, so many things that we have to be thinking about. And one other thing we need to be thinking about is data. Absolutely. Or data, however you say that data. word. <laughs> I say data, you say data. I mean, I'm a data person. Um, okay. 
So how are we fixing that? What does that look like? What do people th need to be thinking about when it comes to data, their data, the data that they're collecting? You yeah, know? absolutely. And it all starts with the data, really. Yeah, it because does. Because the data tells the story as to what's actually happening with mm -hmm. that, their, their part supply chain. So yeah. if you don't have clean and reliable and detailed data, then how can you really build the story out as to you know where you need to go? The story, I love it that. It is, it's a story, because yeah. it's a path, right? Supply chain and improvement for parts management is, is a journey. Yeah. And you need to understand where you've been mm -hmm. and where you, you want to go, and that, yeah. and that detailed data will help you construct the path to get to where you want to get to. Yeah. And that's the challenge is organizations that we typically uh, engage with don't mm -hmm. have a, a system that captures detailed information about the spend and parts. Right. And also there's the accuracy of the information also is really lacking. So many times you have duplicated parts, yes. just a mildly different descriptions. Like names, like the data exactly. and the data, right? Ex Depending on how you spell exactly. it. <laughs> or you spell it differently, yeah. <laughs> now, so, you know, they may think that they really only have they, they may think they have 5,000 SKUs, for example, in, mm -hmm. their, in their world. Right. But when you look at the data, yeah. that tells a different stories when you start consolidating repeated descriptions. All of a sudden, you really have 2,000 items, right? Yeah. So that's just one component, of course, but data is absolutely critical. Well, it's like oil. Right? It's the new oil. And a lot of times I talk to a lot of people in the industry and I'm like, where are you giving away your data? Because I know from a logistics perspective, you go on and you trace a container. What kind of data are you giving to that website that's mm -hmm. your own that you need to be keeping to yourself? Absolutely. And you're kind of empowering components and suppliers in the supply chain with information mm -hmm. that's absolutely critical to your business. Absolutely. So on that note, tell us about SDI. What do you <coughs> do? How do you help your customers? Yeah, so SDI, actually, we've been around for over uh, five decades. Five so decades? A real pioneer in, in integrated supply for parts. Okay. So we are an integrated parts management company, and we have solutions that specialize around procurement mm -hmm. and warehousing inventory management. Um, you know, we typically work with clients and bring solutions that vary anywhere from building a source-to-pay catalog, okay. you know, where we uh, construct based on the data or the mm -hmm. data, you know, what actually... <laughs> I've started a thing, people. <laughs> what should actually be in that catalog, right, help them cleanse yeah. the data and um, create it and put it in an environment where they can order it easily, have visibility mm -hmm. to, the, to, the, to the spend, the consumption, yep. tie it to assets, um, and then give them real actionable analytics. So that's kind of like on the one side of the equation. And we go all, okay. the, you know, all the way to the spectrum of what we call the end-to-end -end solution, yep. where we typically, typically have boots on the ground. We'll manage a storeroom for the clients, okay. uh, do the receiving, the issuing, uh, the complete control of the inventory. We optimize wow. the storeroom. Yeah. A lot of storerooms, when we come into uh, a relationship at first, it's you know it's like my garage right now, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so <you laughs> know, no order, no structure, things are all over the place. Mm -hmm. um, the things you really need are up in the racks, and the stuff that you don't need are in boxes in the bottom. Just right. craziness, right? Yeah. So we come in and we optimize that storeroom. We have professional um, storeroom attendants and leaders at the site that okay. control the inventory, monitor it, do all the cycle counting. And then we also have in that end-to-end -end solution a procurement team that does mm -hmm. all the source to pay and manages all that transactional procurement activity. And then one of the beautiful things about it in the, the back room side of this end-to-end -end, mm -hmm. and all of our solutions actually is that we manage all the transactional stuff. Okay. We pay suppliers, right? We manage really? the yeah, we manage the suppliers. 
Yes. So you so think So you're you're allowing your customers to do what they do best. Exactly and right. And give you like give you everything. You got else. it. You're <laughs> clearly you need to come on board with us on the sales side. That's exactly right. We allow them to focus on what they do as a core competency. Yeah. And then we do what we do best, which is manage that supply chain and like I said, all, all kinds of different solutions. Amazing, and optimization is kind of the key, right? It's Absolutely. another buzzword, yep. but it really, there's so many moving parts. Yep. Everything that you just described there is a moving part, and people are having to manage that and mm -hmm. having to do that on their own. And if they don't have the right people, it could get a little bit messy. Absolutely, right? and the technology, right? Um, yeah. You know, you said moving part, that's kind of a critical uh, mm -hmm. uh, word, <laughs> I think, yeah. because you know, one of the solutions that we have is a mobile integrated parts management solution. Okay. And you think about you know, technicians, field technicians that are out and they're servicing work orders, and their, you know, their primary job is to keep an asset up and running, right? right. Absolutely key. So and they, critical, like supply chains absolutely. are critical in a lot of cases to not only people's lives, but also the economy, because we keep the economy moving. Correct, and if they're not empowered, those technicians, to be able to find the materials they need, right. to be able to complete those work orders the Do first time that they go out, yeah. then you know, you're really putting them at, at a disadvantage, mm -hmm. right? Uh, as they hunt and they source for materials and the part, and they're calling you know, four or five different suppliers, they're driving around looking for this widget, right? Uh, to complete that work order. Meanwhile, that asset is down, right? right. If it's a refrigerator at a large retailer, mm -hmm. you know, the stuff that's in the refrigerator has already started and to the spoil. Waste. The yes. waste, the customer experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You walk into the retailer, you're saying, I'm going to buy a frozen pizza for yeah. my kids. You go to that fridge, the, free, the you know, fridge is empty, right? right? You leave and you're like, next time I'm not coming back here to get the frozen pizza. Right. Bad customer experience. Yes. So that's a revenue generating asset that's mm -hmm. down. So enabling those technicians to have a mobile platform is mm -hmm. one of the like one of the solutions that we have. Okay. And it allows that technician to be able to order parts when they're out in the field, have visibility to what's in inventory, and be able to complete that work order mm -hmm. the first time they're out there versus right. having to go back multiple times. So I'm in the audience. Love what you're saying, right? Great. But what do I need to look like? Who is your ideal <clears throat> client for you to want to work with? You know, our typical clients, and we have clients in all kinds of industries. Um, so, but one thing that cuts across all the industries is that our clients are typically focused on a reliability of their assets, right? Okay. They have an issue, they have a challenge with asset uptime. Um, they, they have a real focus on trying to ensure that that uptime is at their maximum. Mm -hmm. And that cuts across all kinds of industries and organizations. So yeah. while we do, um, I would say, work mostly with mid-sized to very large companies, mm -hmm. you know, certainly some smaller uh, companies that we can bring a lot of value to. We have solutions that we've just developed that awesome. help the smaller companies also mm -hmm. optimize their supply chain. And be competitive in the market. Absolutely. That's the important thing. Our solutions bring savings, right? Yeah. So all the things I've been talking about are things that empower our clients to be mm -hmm. able to optimize the supply chain, get those technicians to be able to be absolutely, you know, more effective and efficient yeah. in their jobs, mm -hmm. but it results in savings to the client because nice. by having that great data, you're <laughs> able to do great things. And everybody loves that word. Yeah, it's savings, the, it's the savings, word. Savings, savings. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you meant data. But and yes, data. <laughs> savings and data. <laughs> All right, so you brought up technology a few times. Mm -hmm. So let's dive a little bit deeper into that. Okay. One of the technology components is around inventory. Yes. So talk to us about that solution. What exactly does it do? Um, how does it help the customer 
kind of paint us a picture of what it looks like. Yeah, you know, inventory uh, pre-pandemic, you know, I think that the industries found themselves in a situation where they had gotten so lean, right? As we were driving costs yes. out of the mm -hmm. equation, right? To, to a fault, right? Because Like right before the pandemic, right? Yes. And then I feel like during the pandemic, we went to like, just in case, we reduced SKU counts, and now we're back to pot potentially just in time, just in case, right? Well, what's, what, 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 actually what, what, what happened was we were in that just, like that lean state before the pandemic. Yeah. Because the supply chain was pretty stable, even though we were materials were coming from overseas, Mexico, we China, Taiwan. Back. Yeah, the thing it was in control. Okay, something took two months to get here from yeah. China, but you built that into your inventories, yep. and it was stable, right? All of a sudden, the and pretty predictable. Predictable, exactly. Right? No, mm -hmm. no crazy world events, and all of a sudden the pandemic yep. comes along, and you know those chips from Taiwan are now you know twelve months out, mm -hmm. right? As an example, right? But we had examples like that across all, the entire part supply chain, yeah. and the inventories that we had built and the businesses that built were woefully short okay. of taking into yep. account any craziness like that, right? Yep. So what happened during the pandemic was absolute chaos. As everybody knows, mm -hmm. you know, prices started going crazy because of yes, the shortages of parts. Mm -hmm. You know, cars, you couldn't get them, computers, on and on and on. So uh, now coming out of the pandemic, mm -hmm. you know, companies uh, through really a, almost like a, a knee-jerk reaction mm -hmm. have been building up their inventories to a fault. Right. But here's the, the, the critical component in, in that if you're building up your inventories based on min-maxes, which is a tr traditional way to do that, yeah. then you're going to kind of lead yourself down a path of mm -hmm. obsolete and slow-moving inventory. Right. Because one of our solutions, which is inventory management, as you mm -hmm. uh, asked about earlier, uh, we utilize our Zeus platform. That's our technology platform. Okay. And one of the things in Zeus is a... Zeus? Zeus, yes, like the Greek god. <laughs> okay, I love it. <laughs> yes. I love what we're Powerful naming our technology imagery. these days. Yes. <laughs> um, and so Zeus has the inventory management module in it that utilizes one of like 35 algorithms to okay. predict, right, based on real historical consumption of any given item, mm -hmm. what is going to be the optimal replenishment amount for that inventory item. Right. And that looks at hidden patterns and, you know, what's really been happening with the part. There's seasonalities to usage of yeah. materials. Mm -hmm. And min-maxes don't take that into account. So okay. what, what ends up happening with min-maxes is that you kind of take that median consumption rate, mm -hmm. you use that as your min and your max mm -hmm. to make sure you have it on hand, but it's going to lead you down a path where maybe you have, you know, a, a hundred thousand pounds of rock salt in the middle of July that That's you ordered. Don't you don't want that in the middle of July. <laughs> uh, no, we do not. Because the snow is not going to come for quite a few months, right. but the, your system told you to buy it. Yeah. Or Based you have a hundred green when you actually needed ten blue, right? That's even a better example. <laughs> Yes. Of something. <laughs> so inventory is absolutely key. I mean, to have to be able to go and find the materials you need when you when you need them. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that we bring to the equation is is having that that visibility that we mm -hmm. talked about earlier, but yep. also optimizing the inventory. Whether it's a centralized storeroom yeah. that our clients have that we help build, or if it's a van, you know, mm -hmm. maybe they have a fleet of uh, field technicians and there's a couple thousand vans out there in the right. field. What's on the van? Exactly. I mean, I don't know what's in my van. I don't know what's in mine either. You should know what's in your van, especially if but you're a field technician. You know, that's a, an important thing to have visibility mm -hmm. to, and, and that's one of the important things that we bring to the equation. Well, and let's talk about data analytics. I mean, okay. or data. 
data, data, we still don't know yet. Um, but let's talk about the analytics that you have. That's sure. a key part of your offering and how it helps competitive advantage, sure. being proactive, mm -hmm. right? A lot of times in supply chain, we don't want to be reactive anymore. We can't afford to be reactive. Yeah, that's the right word. We can't afford it. Yeah. And uh, again, it all starts with the, with the data, right? So the analytics suite that comes uh, with different solutions that we bring is absolutely uh, critical to have that visibility to what's actually truly mm -hmm. happening with the spend. Yep. And there's different dashboards that are pro, you know provided and customized even for the, the customer's use depending on what their awesome. use case is. Yeah. Um, but having you know the accurate detailed information through these mm -hmm. different dashboards and analysis, uh, you're able to look back and say, okay, this is the activity, this is the story that the, the data is telling the me, story. right? The story. The story that I'm... The data the, needs to tell us a story so that we can be proactive and optimize our supply chains. Absolutely. Is that going to be your new tagline? I'm, Maybe. I don't Let's know. Let's hope so. we got to talk to We're taking notes, guy. though. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, looking at, at, at accurate and clean data mm -hmm. um, will tell you, for example, if you have those, those parts that have been mislabeled, mis, mis, uh, yep. misnamed, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they haven't been normalized. So you have re repeated items mm -hmm. that just have been, need some minor tweaking to get back and be normalized. Right. And once you have the data that's been cleaned and normalized, then you can look at it and say, oh wow, okay. So this is really the number of SKUs that we have to manage. Right. We can start tying these SKUs to assets, mm -hmm. right? Which you can start building that critical bill of materials, yeah. right? That everybody wants to have for their, for their organizations yes. mm -hmm. for the critical assets that need to ma be maintained and you mm -hmm. start building that that database that's accurate and powerful because now the data will tell you also you know do we have an opportunity to consolidate spend mm -hmm. consolidate with different you know suppliers right. maybe you have 400 suppliers today maybe you don't need 400 suppliers or maybe consolidate your shipments consolidate shipments right help with transportation costs absolutely so Love there's that. freight savings mm -hmm. there's savings as it as it relates to consolidating spend with fewer suppliers mm -hmm. now you're able to leverage that spend right maybe yeah. you had a hundred thousand dollars in um, janitorial spend and you mm -hmm. spreading that across 10 or 15 suppliers right when really you know when you look at the data in the supplier scorecards that come out of the systems you say wow you know of these 10 vendors we really have four top performers. Yeah. And we can consolidate the spend with those top performers right. and then get better pricing. And not only do you get yeah. the better uh, you know, pricing by leveraging, yeah. but you also have the service from the top performers. Yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah. it's a double win, right? Yeah. And then the, the data is going to lead you to the story of mm -hmm. the data. We'll also identify which are the SKUs, the mm -hmm. parts that are really impactful to the business, the critical parts, right? Right, and these are the things you have to ensure you have an inventory, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So typically, uh, you know, our solutions, as we start off with, kind of handholding the client through mm -hmm. the first stages, building, helping clean the data, yep. helping build a source-to-pay type catalog, identifying the consumption, tying them to critical assets. We come to a, a, a kind of a crossroads mm -hmm. where we say, okay, if you really want to impact uptime yep. and have that part available when it's required. Let's build an inventory program, centralize okay. these parts, and have mm -hmm. them available for your people when they need them. Amazing. Amazing. Now, one of the other components is risk management, I mm -hmm. believe, or risk assessment. And we're going to talk about that because everybody's got risk in their supply chain mm -hmm. right now. It's kind of like, you know, where am I going to spend my risk dollars at the moment? People are looking at where they're going to manufacture 
right? There's so many questions on people's mind when it comes to risks. There's cybersecurity risks. They're all, there's all sorts of risks right. in our supply chain right now. Absolutely. So um, you offer <clears throat> a risk assessment service. And so talk to us about the analysis that you focus on with that risk assessment mm -hmm. and what it is that, what are the learnings that you're providing to your customers that are really helping to transform their supply chain? Yeah, so a risk assessment, it's really simple and it's, in its essence is we go and we meet with the client at their location or locations mm -hmm. and we evaluate the current state, right? What does okay. it look like today? And that typically uh, involves looking at if they have an, a storeroom or a warehouse, mm -hmm. looking at the inventory, yeah. looking at the, you know, the location of the materials, how it's organized. Um, is the part that you need all the time up at the top? Get, <laughs> like you well, said things earlier. like that. Yeah, <laughs> getting again, getting their data set. You yeah. know, absolutely, and looking at that data set to try to understand what the story is telling or not telling. Yeah. In many cases, it's what is this not telling me, mm -hmm. because the data is yes, so is so poor. You don't know exactly. And we need to know what we don't know. And that's why they call us in the first place, okay. is because they're frustrated, right? Yeah. And uh, and we're part of alleviating that frustration with our with our solutions. So uh, the assessment will take. You know, the, the, we'll start the journey, if mm -hmm. you will, with the client. We'll go through the storeroom. We'll go through the inventory management. Okay. We'll speak with the procurement people. Um, we'll understand what their activity looks like. How so you're collaborating between... It's total collaboration. Okay, I love you know, that. Yeah, I mean, in fact, in fact, our solutions, we don't look to replace anything. We look to really augment and enhance and what's in place. It's a together. partnership. Yeah. It's a partnership. And a real distinction for us because... We don't make money on selling parts. We're not a parts distribution company. Right. We're a service organization, and we, yeah. we, we charge a, a fee. So we're on the same side as our as our yeah. you know our, our client partners, and and we continue that assessment and speaking to the maintenance people, and we we generate a current state analysis of what it looks like. We identify okay. the opportunities for savings and improvement. And we kind of map out, these are the steps that need to be taken, yep. right? To and get, here's why and what that can look like what, for you and for your people right. and how it can change their day. Absolutely. Right? And what it will save them as a business. Yeah. And again, think about today in the environment we have where the cost of money is so high, yeah. right? Uh, as interest rates have gone up. Mm -hmm. And everybody is, you know, cash is king. Yep. Uh, so the dollar is trying to be saved by everybody. Mm -hmm. And if you, as a business, can look at savings in the supply chain and reallocate that cash yep. and put it back into your business, either developing your people yep. or getting more you know, experienced people yes. on board, that's where you want to invest in your business. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let's talk about a success story. Sure. I love this part because I want you to paint us a picture. You know, what was the challenge that one of your customers had? What was the solution that you provided at SDI? And what was the ROI and benefit that came out of that for them? Sure. Yeah, we have a lot of success stories. I'd say you know, one of the larger and more impactful ones is with one of the world's largest retailers um, had a tremendous uh, challenge with their management of parts for their, okay. f for their field um, uh, technician teams. Yep. And uh, you know, what amounted to you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in parts spent to service uh, work orders at over, you know, like, well, and they're moving around in those vans too. Moving around they've, the got, vans. they've got inventory kind of all over the place. Well, yeah, or they didn't have inventory. Or they didn't. Okay. Right. They didn't <laughs> have good actionable data. Mm -hmm. Right. The technicians were typically running around, you know, two, three, four times visiting to complete the call. No first call completions. Okay. In the interim, you know, retailer has five thousand locations. 
you have 2,000 of these technicians, yeah. and you have what you think I think about the sustainability component too. If they're having to come back a couple times, absolutely saying. right. Yeah. You know, it really when you look at the total impact of mm -hmm. having a a, yeah. a poor managed supply chain, mm -hmm. it impacts every every segment of our, yeah. of our environment and yeah. and of course the the economics, right? Mm -hmm. um, so in this particular example with this retailer, mm -hmm. you know, they really were frustrated. They wanted to get their arms around what was happening. They wanted to understand why they weren't able to keep the assets up at optimum. Yeah. Why it was it related to parts? Because right. they kept hearing it's parts. We mm -hmm. can't get parts. We can't get parts. Well, is it really parts? Right. You know, it's frustrating not to know, especially when you're that large of an organization mm -hmm. and it just doesn't align with your, your FM strategy. Yeah, absolutely. So they, 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 uh, worked with us, mm -hmm. they said help us find and put in place a solution okay. that would help us have visibility, help us have control, get to where we want to go on this journey. Mm -hmm. And we, uh, we developed a very powerful platform for them, which is mobile integrated parts management. Okay, so the drivers can have it internally. Yep. They're all speaking the same language. Exactly, Love everybody's it. connected through yep. the Zeus platform. Um, Zeus. The, yes. I love that. Sorry. And the tech, no, absolutely. You keep <laughs> repeating it. I like it. Um, so the technicians have on their either iPhone, Android, iPad, whatever, whatever the case may be, open up their work order management system. Mm -hmm. And when we integrate with all these different systems, right? Mm -hmm. It's one of the benefits and, you know, things that we bring to the table is our ability right. to integrate. So we uh, fully integrate with their, their CMMS system. They need to order parts to complete the work order. There's a little mm -hmm. button in there that says order parts. They press the button. Now, instead of the technician having to, you know, open up multiple websites of different suppliers right. and looking for these, this part here, or calling left and right, or driving, right, right. Uh, mile after mile and spending hours locating mm -hmm. parts, that asset's down, right. right? They are not a, let's say, a, a low-cost resource. Technicians right. are, you know, they're, they're highly uh, skilled people. Yeah. And you know you certainly don't want them driving around. That's not right. their role. Their role is to be turning that wrench and keeping the asset right. going. And you know by by them now having an integrated option mm -hmm. within their uh, the, their CMMS system to order the parts, they have now a drop down, uh, basically like a type ahead, uh, mm -hmm. if you will, to put the descriptions in the part okay. they're looking for. They start seeing uh, descriptions of items that mm -hmm. start matching what they're looking for. They select it. Now it's been built with their uh, company's suppliers mm -hmm. that they want to do business with. Yeah. So it's directed, right, if you will, to vetted suppliers that mm -hmm. have the part. They can see if the part's okay. in inventory, if it's nearby. And they can better communicate with the customer on site as well. Where's my right? part, right? Like the customer says, when is this going to be fixed? Right. And they say, I'm waiting on a part. Right. Well, next question is. <laughs> How long am I going to have to wait? <laughs> right. And when is that part? And where is that part? Right? Yeah. So having that at their fingertips and understanding, okay, well, the part is here. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have the part at this time. Mm -hmm. uh, not only enables and empowers that communication with their client, yeah. but also allows them to now maximize their, their first call completions. Mm -hmm. No need in going to, to complete a work order if right. you know you're not going to have that part in hand. Right. right? Exactly. Or, or uh, you know, don't go back again mm -hmm. or several times if you don't have it. So now right. they can schedule, will call for picking up the part. They can have the part delivered. Amazing. And, yeah, and it's, again, a, a, a the suppliers that have been onboarded into mm -hmm. that platform yeah. are the suppliers that our clients want to do business with, yeah. and these are the items that they want to purchase, yeah. and then all the analytics that come out of it, right? Yeah. They're able to get all those great benefits so from So they're the saving time, they're saving money, so I'm, I'm assuming that it would be a huge ROI and benefit in that particular it's, scenario to Yeah, enorm, enormous. So the, in this particular use case, 
um, without without naming the you know exact nope, numbers that nope, were saved, yeah. I can tell you that you know, the you know <laughs> it, it's the ROI on the investment is literally like month like months you know or mm -hmm. you know weeks yeah, yeah, um, yeah. based on the size and volume and the savings that were involved cool. in this particular use case yeah. because not only is it the technician labor time the asset you know mm -hmm. downtime but also once you have that kind of volume going through a a platform and mm -hmm. now the the data tells you what's actually happening yeah you're able to consolidate suppliers you're able to leverage truly leverage the spend yeah. and the piece price savings alone yeah is savings across the absolutely dramatic yeah I mean, yeah yeah so I uh, you have a blog on your website and I'm gonna refer to it here because I really enjoyed reading it it was about John Delegati or yep, it was yep. by John Delegati where he talks about progress over perfection that's mm -hmm. um, kind of a mantra of mine I ha actually have you know some merch that say progress over perfection because I feel like it is so apt for supply chain because we talk about the future a lot we talk about technologies and innovations but the reality is that many organizations are kind of nowhere near <clears throat> that right? Right, right they're still over here with Excel with emails, even faxes sometimes, still in 2023, oh. people. Wow. Like, I can't believe that. <laughs> so talk to us about the importance of balancing new technologies with legacy systems. I mean, it's kind of top of mind for everybody. Yeah. Because if they have a legacy system, what do we do with these new technologies? Yeah, you know, and I think, you know, when John's um, Delegati's uh, blog post that he put on there is pretty spot on and it's, it's important to start somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't want to you don't want to kind of like whistle past the graveyard and admire the problem forever yeah. and it just doesn't get any better. Mm -hmm. So, you know, looking uh, most companies just don't have the the tools or the the systems to be able to truly manage right. what what you know, the parts supply chain in particular. But if you just start taking at least the approach of let's start with the data, mm -hmm. right? Take steps down that path, down the journey and say Let's look at the data, let's clean the data, mm -hmm. normalize it, and then start tying that data to assets and start mm -hmm. building at least a database that's actionable right. and clean before you start taking some more aggressive steps with it. Right. But starting there, at, at the very least, is, would and be And seeing a, a, what you have. Right, starting with what you have, seeing what you have, look at the processes, mm -hmm. but where is it that you want to be? Like right. your processes are like this today, but where do you want to be? And so what needs to happen or new technologies do you need to implement to make that happen? Right, right? And, and and of course we can help with that risk assessment when it comes to that as well. Yeah, but at so least you don't have to do it on your own. No, there's no need to <laughs> go down. FDI will do it all for you. Look, and, and the beauty <laughs> of it is that the supply chains today around parts management are so inefficient inefficient there's so much to be had in savings yeah that it pro, it's worth it's not even it's not even an investment really in doing right. it because it's a self it's, it's a self-funding right. investment in your business so yeah. it's not a cost per se it's something you're going to be re reaping benefits yeah. from it's very quickly and it's going to be a lasting impact to your business, a positive right. one. Absolutely. Now, a lot of times with technology, um, the audience will ask, well, what does onboarding look like? Yep. Right? How long does it take? What does that look like? Do I need a bunch of IT resources that I may or may not have? <laughs> so talk to us about what onboarding with SDI looks like. Yeah. So depending on the solution, mm -hmm. right, it, it varies. Um, you know, for like a source to pay solution, it's typically, you know, we, uh, we do a lot of remote work. We, cl we cleanse the data, normalize mm -hmm. it. We start building that story 
on the data, the consumption of the data, right. and put um, put tools in place that are able to to quickly impact the business on their side. Okay, so, so it's kind of a quick onboarding. Yeah, it's much much quicker. Um, you know, I would say. Minimal. I mean, okay. again, because depending on your operating system that you have, the ERP or a CMMS yeah. system you have, you know, it's typically in today's environment, mm -hmm. you know, integrating is not what it used to be, right. you know, even five years ago. Yeah. I mean, this is commonplace for companies to connect their systems. Yeah. And I would say unless you're an organization that is a government entity and has some other, you know, firewall, crazy, right. you know, re really strict requirements, yeah. security requirements, it's going to be a pretty straightforward integration. Okay. And like um, and as we move into other solutions, right? Mm -hmm. If it's a mobile solution, for example, for the technicians, mm -hmm. in all of our solutions, of course, we work collaboratively with the client, and we yeah. have training, a lot of communication. We have project leads awesome. that manage the process at every step of the way. Mm -hmm. Very, very clear and concise. You know, we build that that journey so Good. it's clear and communicate across all the stakeholders. Okay. And if it's something that involves, like what I mentioned earlier, the end-to-end -end solution, where we go to a storeroom, and optimize the storeroom, mm -hmm. that's actually a, a full-blown implementation at the site. Yeah. And we'll have boots on the ground for the first, typically four weeks or so, okay. um, that do the implementation part of it. They yeah. optimize the storeroom, they label the, the bins, they reorganize you know, the locations, yeah. they, they move or, or, the or assist the client in moving mm -hmm. inact inactive or obsolete inventory, so you maximize the, the, the space in the storeroom. Everything's properly, at that point, labeled. You, you pull it up into the systems. Mm -hmm. Um, and you, you know, at the time you you turn it on yeah. the go live, you know, you have a beautiful storeroom that's been completely uh, mm -hmm. optimized. It's a world class location, and it's managed either by the folks that the client has, yeah, um, or our team at or the site. Or your team, I love that. And I know that a lot of people are looking at inventory and warehousing a little bit different, kind of like interior design. <laughs> So I'm sure the folks in the audience that are thinking that way, that's music to their ears. <laughs> All right, last question. Now, what does the future hold for SDI? Talk to us about that. I'm excited to hear. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so, you know, it's very busy mm -hmm. and very exciting for us as we have moved into new spaces. The, you know, mm -hmm. the use case that I talked about earlier with the mobile integrated parts management uh, solution, that has taken us into just a tremendous amount of opportunity um, yeah. to bring value to, the, to that multi-site uh, FM mm -hmm. space. Um, so that's incredibly exciting. And also, you know, we're standing up a, a co-op, which is uh, okay. a, a group purchasing organization. Cool. Um, and that's exciting because, you know, now we're able to bring the leverage that we have as an organization. Yeah. You know, we have... Uh, to your customers. Yeah. And that's a digital savings. Right. You're all about savings. Yeah, absolutely. Savings here, savings there. Absolutely. <laughs> with, with, with this co-op, you know, we're, we the membership will be able to enjoy... Uh, immediately, you know, right. a, a pricing that takes advantage of our leverage as an mm -hmm. organization, and we have a, like a billion dollars in spend wow. per year that we manage. Think so about that, the competitive advantage just on that alone. Yeah, and so we were talking right. about different sized customers earlier. That's why, you know, I kind of hesitated to say, well, you know, we only work with mid or, or larger cap mm -hmm. companies. Uh, we, uh, you know, we really work across the board because if you look at this co op, yeah. you know, now we're able to bring the power of leverage spend mm -hmm. and even supply chain expertise because our members in the co-op also have access to, you know, training uh, okay. within the co-op, you know, access Great. to our professionals and mm -hmm. our ambassadors that will help them down that journey to manage the, the supply chain further if they want Great. to. Or if they just want to buy stuff, yeah. you know, through our supplier members, they'll be able to enjoy savings, you know, 15%, sometimes more. Awesome. Just by by joining, and they have also rebates based on the spend. So this, you know, these are organizations that typically don't have deep procurement organizations, or they're 
they, they don't have the team, right. that, you know, that they to need that. to be able to yeah. have supplier agreements and leverage mm -hmm. spend or even data, right? Yeah. To be able to le leverage it. No worries. We're there for you. <laughs> I love that. Well, on that note, <laughs> um, why don't you tell everybody how they can get in touch with you and where they should go to find out more? Well, you know, our website's always the perfect place to go. Mm -hmm. It's www.sdi.com. And, of course, I'm happy to answer any questions. I'm, I'm on LinkedIn, Chris Farragher, easy to find me. Go and flood his inbox. Flood it. I'm ready. <laughs> he is ready. Well, thank you so much for joining thank me you. on the show, talking about what you do, who you are, and I'm excited to see what else you bring to the industry because it sounds like you're really making an impact and really thinking about what it means to organizations in supply chain. So, Chris, thanks so much for joining me on the show. Thank you, Sarah. It was great. Did you know that the average cost of losing an hourly supply chain worker has reached $19,607? And that recent research shows that 77% of hourly supply chain workers are considering a job change in the next three months. This could have a huge impact on your productivity, bottom line, and culture. Workstep is helping supply chain companies to better engage their distributed hourly workforce at scale. Understand the true reasons behind their workforce turnover and take actions to make positive changes and reduce attrition. Workstep has successfully helped many companies reduce their frontline worker turnover by up to 36%. Visit workstep.com to learn more. And did you have a guess at today's big question? Well, at the top of the show, I asked you, in the complex landscape of procurement, tail spend is often overlooked. But what impact could be paying a greater attention to tail spend have on profits? Well, according to Proactus, a 5% savings on tail spend could equate to a 10% increase in net prof profits. That's a huge impact. If you'd like to hear more from us, we have plenty more content featuring the best and the brightest in the industry. Head over to letstalksupplychain.com to check out the latest. And if you have a supply chain challenge, we've most likely had the solution on our show. So use the filters, use the search bar, head over to letstalksupplychain.com to find that content so you can listen and learn to see who's out there and who can help you solve that challenge. And remember to come back next week. I'm going to be joined by Travis from Draymaster, an Invase company. Draymaster makes quoting accurate drayage and intermodal rates easy for truckers, 3PLs, freight forwarders, and brokers. And Travis will be telling me all about it as well as giving us his perspective on the state of the market, industry challenges, and working together to create effective solutions. I'm really looking forward to this one, so make sure you don't miss it. If you enjoy the show, there's a few ways to support us. Follow us on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Let's Talk Supply Chain, and subscribe to our newsletter over at letstalksupplychain.com. We also have some really cool merch at letstalksupplychain.com. So go and check it out for that supply chainer in your life. And if you are looking for a community to belong to, well, look no further. We have come out with the Secret Society of Supply Chain. We have membership groups for everybody in the industry from exclusive content uh, from some of the best leaders, the top leaders in the industry 
to networking opportunities through virtual monthly meetups for women in supply chain, as well as marketing professionals in supply chain. You will not want to miss this. So head over to letstalksupplychain.com, find the Secret Society of Supply Chain on our homepage and pick the right group for you. We cannot wait to see you in there. And remember, if you'd like to be featured on an upcoming episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show great week everyone thanks for listening and remember ship happens